0: gente, qué pasa. Welcome back to the Latinos Unidos Project. Uh, my, my name is Omar Fernandez Candelaria. I'm the creator and host of the Latinos Unidos Project. I know it's been a while. I know we're in like a new studio, but uh, you know, things have changed. Listen, things happen uh, between one year. Uh, I just want to apologize for the long hi- hiatus, but I had to step back, kind of reevaluate life. Life kind of happened. But you know that we are here, and so with that, um, we have a guest, and so let me let me introduce her. So my guest today grew up in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, but currently lives in the Lancaster area. She attended Millersville University, where she not only majored in business management but graduated in three and a half years. Okay, while at Millersville, she was also part of a sorority, Alpha Chi Delta. Chai Alpha Z Delta <laughs> and is now a consultant. Uh please help me receive Gladys Zurita como fuerte aplauso. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you?
0: Doing well, doing well. You know, I'm a little nervous. Listen, I know that I haven't done this in a while when I'm like this. But uh here we here we here we are. Also, I apologize for mispronouncing your, your sorority i'm sure you get that a lot or maybe it's just me i don't know
1: it's okay you're forgiven <laughs>
0: <laughs> um awesome all right well let's get started um so kennett square have you lived there your whole life
1: i did i was born and grew up there
0: okay and obviously you're mexican it's yeah. a good assumption right uh do you speak spanish i do that's good okay that's good uh so then uh how many siblings do you have
1: I have three. I'm the oldest. Okay,
0: cool. Mm-hmm. And so, are your siblings, your family, still in Kenneth Square?
1: Yeah, currently still. Okay,
0: cool. And so then, uh, you went to Millersville. Now, was that your first option? Did you want to go somewhere else? Like, how how did that happen?
1: So no, it was not my first option. Like most people. Yeah. Um, when you think of links there, you really think about the Amish. You 1000%, know, one
0: thousand percent.
1: Yeah. Um, so when I was applying, I applied to different schools. I toured a lot of schools. Um, Millersville wasn't my top choice, but when I came to tour it, they mm. really sold me. Okay. With the dorms.
0: With the dorms. With out of the all, dorms. Out of everything else.
1: Yes, <laughs> out of everything else. Yeah. Um, most of the schools that I applied to, like the dorms, were kind of more on the older side.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you started Millersville, it would have probably been like, what, 2017? 2019. 2019. That's when I graduated, that's crazy. But um, so you never saw the old dorms then, right, at Millersville? No. When no. I was a freshman, there was like the dorms that were there since like the 1800s or whatever. I uh, I actually lived in Lancaster. I commuted, so I didn't obviously stay on campus. But I just remember that being, being a thing, too. Uh, so it was the dorms that really sold you
1: it was okay
0: hey i'll take it and so then uh you went for business management is that something that you always knew you wanted to do you know is that you know were you in between two things like
1: so when i was in high school you know you're trying to figure out who who you are as an individual as well like Mm -hmm. what you're gonna do for the rest of your life and even now at 22 I feel like you're, I'm still figuring it out. Oh, 1,000%.
0: You know? I think, well, I think that's just life, right? You're just trying to figure things out as you go. Figure it till you make it almost.
1: Honestly, that's so true. Yes. <laughs> that is
0: honestly my model for life. Um, but okay, so yeah, so business management. Mm-hmm. You got there, but you said in high school before, you know, we started recording, you actually enrolled like at some community college or something yes. around the area mm-hmm. and you got a head start. I did. Um. Now... Did you always want to graduate in like three and a half? Like how, how was that, you know?
1: So in high school, I was also, so I was in a cosmetology program in high school. Oh. And that's what I actually wanted to do, like do hair and nails. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But then as I, so I started that in sophomore year of high school. And okay. as I, you know, um when I reached senior year, I was really more in the, is that what I really want to do, you right. know? Right. And I came to a decision that I wanted to pursue higher education mm-hmm. and I wanted just more than a cosmetology license yeah. and so um I decided that I was going to do enrolled and I actually got a certificate in office administration when I finished, you know, just the one semester. Mm-hmm. Um there uh, I actually went to Delaware Community College. Okay. And um as a you know was going there high school I sometimes I ask myself how I did it because <laughs> went to high school and then yeah. I did after school activities and then on top of that I would go from six to nine to
0: yeah I know, community absolutely. college you yeah. know
1: and it was all business related classes and I mm. I actually liked it and I was like, oh my gosh, maybe this is what I want to do I want to maybe major in business when I you know apply for college and whatnot yeah. And so um that's what I ended up doing um senior year I did the whole college application process and decided my major was going to be business.
0: That's awesome. Wow. Okay, so you're a very hard worker then. That's awesome like knowing like to do all of that at such a young age. My uh, my hat's to you. That's cool though. Um you know, is did your parents go to college? You know, what kind of uh, I guess not not role model, but like you know, did were there people ahead of you that like went to college and like knew that process?
1: so to answer that shortly no i was actually the first one in my family to go to college
0: we love to hear it (laughs) that's awesome congratulations
1: thank you um yeah so my parents didn't they i think the highest they went to in school was actually probably like fifth grade it was just like elementary school back in mexico um you know they always wanted us to obtain a higher education um
0: yeah like you know obviously like um the opportunities that they never had right exactly like here in this country for sure yes um what uh what part of mexico are, are your parents from
1: so they're actually from guanajuato
0: guanajuato yes uh, people from Guanajuato are called i think uh panza verdes right panza Verde. never mind just kidding <laughs> never, mind. never mind never mind
1: does not ring my bell <laughs> never
0: mind uh but uh guanajuato have you ever been you know i assume you still have family out over there and oh everything. yes okay
1: yes um the last time i went was back in 2017.
0: Well, okay, it's been a couple years. It has been been a couple years. Wow. uh, So I'm half Mexican myself and half Puerto Rican. Um, The last time I was in Mexico was actually last year for my dad's wedding. And we were in Cancun, but we're from Veracruz, which is like the east coast of of Mexico. But the last time I was there visiting like my family there was uh, 2019. It's like right before the pandemic. Well, actually, the summer before going to grad school and then while in grad school, pandemic happened. Um that's cool though. That's cool. Uh let's see. So you speak Spanish. Yeah, business and whatnot. And uh is that something you do now? I know you I mentioned you were a consultant, but you know, how did that all kind of fall into place?
1: So yeah, so during wow my college was kind of college, you know, career was kind of mm-hmm. cut short with COVID. Right. Um, I spent basically the two years back at home. I went back home, you okay. know, to save money. <laughs> um so then once i came back junior year um i you know was working and um we were actually required to you know have an internship Mm -hmm. in our major that's cool and um at the time i was working at a nail salon and i met all sorts of people coming into that nail salon yeah and obviously they would ask me uh, i was actually the only one there that you know spoke perfect english like so they were able to like kind of relate to me more they were able to conversate with me more you know um the clients there right so which was really really nice and um they got to know me and um actually um there i had one specific client who would come to me every two weeks to do her toes and um she was actually a a doctor and a dentist actually and she was you know, she always asked me about school and whatnot, and I kept telling her, "I I love what I did there. Like yeah. it was it was fun to me." And I was like, "I have to find an internship because um my you know I it's required." Of and she was like, "Um, oh my gosh, you should you know come um I'll hire you as an intern." Uh, she obviously is a dentist. So yeah, she no, was at a right. um works at a dentist mm-hmm. practice. It's corporate owned, so oh. um. She was like, there's, you know, a lot, of, a lot of room for growth and whatnot. And I was like, okay, like, and I still wanted to keep my job at the nail salon. And she helped me out. I was able, she was very flexible with me. And that's really nice. Yeah. So that's that was nice. a that's good really oppor- nice. opportunity. Cause you know, once you get an internship, either you kind of have to stop working mm. or, you know, kind of find a, a way out of that, you know, cause you have to solely focus on that. Yeah. And on top of that, go to school. Yep. Yeah. balance
0: a lot of things. Um that's awesome though. I mean, like, again, I think it's that just speaks to like just be nice to everybody, just talk to everybody, because you never know, like a good opportunity like that can, oh yeah can you know can happen. Uh seems like you know, you're very social too. So like uh that's awesome. Congrats. That's really thanks, great. Thanks. Um and so how long have you been there now for?
1: Um, I would say, oh my gosh, I probably I started there in probably in July
0: of uh, 2022 20,
1: 20, or 22 actually. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you're about to hit that like one year mark. Yes. in A couple months. Okay. Yes.
1: And so at first, you know, it, it was kind of different because obviously it's in the medical field. You had right. to learn all this terminology and whatnot. Yeah. And eventually like till this day, I kind of have a love for like the medical aspect. Mm-hmm. I learned so much being there. And basically my job is just, um, to talk to the patients about their treatment plan, you know, okay. and help them be being able to find a way to, you know, afford it. And like um, basically, basically be a consultant about, their experience there and the treatment plan that they oh, cool. that they have
0: um is this in lancaster is that here yes okay uh so have you had to use spanish at all like to talk to you know clients or patients i should say
1: yes yes um i have actually um for you know um, spanish speakers yeah. and um sometimes i'm not gonna lie sometimes i get <laughs> flustered because <laughs> i have to really think about what i'm gonna say yeah
0: and i Oh my god! You know it's that's funny because like so Spanish was my first language growing up too, Um, and so then you know obviously I got friends. They're like, "Omar, how do you say toothbrush in Spanish?" Which obviously I know how to, Mm -hmm. but like in that moment where I'm put on the spot, it's like like it's just hard to like kind of process that. Um, And I obviously you're Mexican, so obviously you speak with like a Mexican accent. Mm. I imagine that there are other like sort of Hispanics that go through the patient's office, and I'm sure it could be a challenge to understand other people's like Spanish too.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like this area like I, we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um I've encountered a lot of Puerto Ricans, you know, oh, yeah. and um some of them they their dialect is so <laughs> fast. It's
0: so yeah. Yes. Very pronounced.
1: Yeah, like the like when I c- conversate with them, I just sometimes I ask them to repeat themselves because
0: right. You're like, "Huh?" Yeah, yeah, in my head, you know, <laughs> yeah, but right.
1: it, it's it's cool at the same time you yeah. know i'm like oh my gosh like it feels like a first time We're like i'm like oh my
0: gosh. yeah that's so interesting you know what i mean because like kenneth square isn't that far right because i mm-hmm. imagine there's obviously like a lot of there's a big mm-hmm. mexican population there too mm-hmm. um and i just like lo- asking this question of that first encounter with other spanish speakers just because like so I, obviously again i said i'm mexican, puerto rican so like i know both like dialects or accents or whatever but it's kind of funny to hear other people's experiences with, with that and whatnot um that's cool though so going back to your millers experience you know obviously you were part of a sorority mm-hmm. alpha z delta, delta. let's yes. go <laughs> let's go um so how was that like did you know you wanted to do that and also actually I'll let you ask that. Answer that.
1: Okay. So, um, at first, no, it wasn't. Honestly, I went to college. I didn't know what a sorority was. Okay. Um. Word. Yes, I didn't. Honestly, you struggled pronouncing it. I, <laughs> could, I struggled too back then. Um, I used to be like getting confused with all the sororities that were on campus. I yeah. yeah. So, um, basically, um, my experience with them, um, was. A good one good. i would not trade it for anything good um also um obviously like i said it wasn't something that i was hoping to do or anything like that mm-hmm. it just you know reached out to me yeah. um as a freshman you're kind of trying to figure out who you are
0: and everybody around you like yes. trying to not fit in but just understanding like people around you too right yeah definitely
1: so. and um, I definitely went to, like, some of their recruitment events that they had prior to recruitment and, and, and stuff like that and got to know some of the girls. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this is <laughs> something that I would like being a part of. Yeah. Um, but other than that, it was it was a good experience. No, cool.
0: So obviously I went to Millersville, too. And uh, so I was part of the well, chemistry, so like the science, whatever, STEM. And there's not a lot of Hispanics to begin with in, like, science, which I hope it changes. But, like, uh, obviously you're in, in, in the business and whatnot. But, like, within the Greek life itself, like, how is, like, the Hispanics? Like, I'd imagine you're probably one of, like, a few.
1: That's a, that's a really good topic. <laughs> um, yes, um, I could probably count with my, both of my hands yeah. how many Hispanics there are in the Greek yeah. life.
0: Now, was that something that was hard for you, right? Because coming from Kennett Square and being surrounded by, obviously, you know, m- primarily Hispanics, I guess you know, I'm sure. I mean, a lot more other people, but coming to Millersville and then not only that, but then going into the sorority life, you know, was this sort of hard for you to kind of adapt to that, or are you sort of like the type of person who's like, yeah, whatever, like, go with the flow?
1: So, yes and no, I would say. Um, it was. I'm not going to lie. At first, it was kind of like out of my comfort zone, you know, because it's an identity thing, right. kind of, Um, trying to figure out who you are. And there's so many people there in Greek life that might not be able to relate to you. 1000%. Um, <clears throat> So, definitely, it was something that I would think about. And I get asked about that all the time as well. <laughs> um, But... I found I saw it as an opportunity at the same time um, because, like, I, I'm a social person yeah. and I like to kind of give knowledge to other people of what it's like, you know, as a first gen, um, mm-hmm. being even Latina, you yeah, know. Claro. Um, but I really hope, and of course, it's been taught, like, talked about in Greek life. Mm -hmm. um ways to have diversity in greek life which is something that i think is very important
0: oh one thousand percent and i think it's i don't know it's almost like a a constant uphill battle because i feel like even at bigger schools you know i'm talking about like big 10 schools like penn state and whatnot Mm -hmm. is very you know white dominated and i'm sure there's not a lot of hispanic centric um sororities or fraternities um but fun fact Uh, so when i first started millersville i never wanted to be part of greek life at all i never did i never was but i was just curious to know if there were any like hispanic sort Mm -hmm. of like oriented uh like latino um greek life and so at millersville's i forget the actual website of it it's like that it's called but it was a website where you can see all of the clubs um, yes,
1: I forget the name of the website, but I know.
0: Shoot, uh, something uh, my and in,
1: get involved. Get involved. <laughs> yes. Get involved.
0: Wow. <laughs> Throwback. Pero nada. So anyway, so on get involved, I was like, okay, are there any like, like Latino fraternities? So there was apparently there was at Miller's mm-hmm. at some point. It was called which trivia is actually the reason why I've called my podcast the way it is. So I don't remember correctly, but I think it was like lambda. Upsilon. I don't remember what the third letter was. I'm gonna be honest. But apparently it was at Millersville. So then doing some more research, I found that I think they have a chapter or had a chapter either at Ship or at Bloomsburg. Like, all right, whatever. Um oh, but relating that back to this to the podcast name, it stood for Latinos Unidos and I forget the third letter. But that always kind of stuck in my in my head, like obviously until now. Naming my project podcast La "Latinos Unidos" project. I hope I don't get copyrighted or trademarked, whatever. Just uh, speak with my lawyers. But uh, anyway, so fun. Then it was like I think I was a senior. Uh, I remember getting a message on Facebook from somebody messaging me from I think either Ship or Bloomsburg, mm-hmm. saying like, ¿Qué pasa, hermano, how you doing?" uh we're trying to start a chapter of a latino like fraternity at millersville would you be interested in like starting it or whatever but the thing is this this guy sent it two years before i like opened the message <laughs> so i missed my chance man but uh nada so shout out to that guy i don't even know his name but uh anyway tangent Going back to the sorority life and whatnot, so you're you know, obviously kind of the only Hispanics, you know, there needs to be change, which I agree. I think uh to be more inclusive, there should be more diversity. Um I it seems like you're still kind of involved with your sorority, like outside of graduating. Right? Yes,
1: yes. Um, I am. Um, especially since um I still live on campus, you know, okay. off campus, Brooklyn. yeah, you know, apartments. Uh, the
0: Apartments. Yes. So,
1: um, since, you know, I graduated early, I still, you know, um, hang out with all the sisters and, and such. Um, so I am pretty involved, but not as involved. Um, Mm -hmm. I still go to all the things, uh, alumni stuff and such. Um, so I, I feel like I never left, (laughs) which is nice, you know? Um, Uh but it's, it was a good experience for me.
0: No, that's cool. No, that's good. Uh, I'm sure it helped out in many ways too. Um, So you obviously still live around the area. You work here in Lancaster. Do you see yourself living here for like the foreseeable future or you got something coming up? Hopefully school related.
1: (laughs) So, um, oh my gosh, I I actually think about this all the time, probably like every day. Um, I think about, you know, my future, what (laughs) my future entails and such, um, so I actually recently just applied to graduate school.
0: That's cool. What kind of program?
1: Um, so I applied to, for my MBA in health management.
0: Oh, that's cool. That's yes. awesome. Yes. Uh, fun fact, gente, update. Um, I'm actually back in school. I'm being. I work still as a scientist, but I'm also in the MBA program right now at, uh, through Penn State. But going back to you. Uh, that's exciting. That's exciting. Now, is this something that you always wanted to do, like back at Millersville, or do you just kind of, you know, obviously graduated, reevaluated what you wanted to do, and you know, you thought this was the next step?
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, um, after I graduated, um, kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, the internship I had, mm. I was loving it. I was liking what I was learning. So that's when I kind of like, you know, I started exploring a little bit and I was like. I probably would consider getting my master's, mm-hmm. um, you know, the population of the Hispanics that go to receive their master's is actually really low. It's
0: very low. I mean, if just getting your bachelor's is low, getting like that secondary like postgrad or yeah, graduate degree is very low.
1: Yes. And. That, you know, every time I see someone that graduated from their master's mm. and I know them, I just think that's, you know, fantastic, you Absolutely. know. Absolutely.
0: And I think with like just how things are kind of going now in terms of like the industry and whatnot, like a bachelor's really can't get you much like it used to, I don't know, 20 years ago, I guess. I'm just putting that out of thin air. But uh, I think, yeah, getting your master's is a great opportunity, not only professionally, but I think personally, too. It's also another achievement. Right? Yes. And, uh, yeah, you know, like you said, you know, obviously your parents um, didn't get that experience to get their college education. So, you know, like my parents always tell me, like, you know, just échale ganas. You know what I mean? Like, you literally have everything available to you. Like, the opportunity is there. It's just a matter of grabbing it. And, you know, I tell my friends all the time, like, listen, like, just try to challenge yourself. Really. I think at the end of the day, it's all worth it. Um, Seems like you also agreed to that too, and um, that's exciting. That's exciting. So uh, you just applied. So probably within like the next couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months, you'll you'll yes. hear back. That's
1: yes, cool. and that will decide you know what I actually <laughs> yeah. end up doing. Okay. Um, uh, if you know, ho- hopefully I get accepted. You hopefully, know, listen, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, it
0: manifest itself. It's gonna happen. It's oh to yes. happen. Listen, yes. it's gonna happen.
1: Um, so you know, um. If that's meant to be for me, then I will go pursue, you know, my master's Absolutely. degree in the fall semester, hopefully. Yep. That's and cool. I will be, you know, focusing on that mainly. Um, Absolutely. because a lot of people do go back for their masters later in life. Yeah. But it's something that I just want to kind of get get it done.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yo. Uh actually that's why I decided to get my second master's, just because like I don't got no kids. You know, I live alone obviously you know like i got no responsibilities but myself so i'd rather just like sacrifice like some time right now and just get it over with right now too so i I, agree i agree 1000 percent. because listen it's just gonna get tougher with time right Mm -hmm. life happens things happen um so i think that's very mature so that's awesome good for you
1: and good for you too
0: thank you gracias uh that's cool. All right, let's pivot a, a little more to a little bit more about yourself. So, uh what kind of music you listen to?
1: What kind of music I listen yeah. to? Oh my gosh, I'm actually very diverse with my music. Okay. Um so of course, you know, I love reggaeton, you know, go let's bad bunny. Boom, let's go. <laughs> um yes. Um but I also listen to, you know, regional Mexican music, you know.
0: Going to go like this I'm gonna... Drop my my mic. Uh me too. Actually Speaking of which, I've been on this, like, regional Mexican, like, wave right now. I'm going to be honest. Growing up, I hated Mexican music. Honestly, I, me too. I'm a, Really? <laughs> yes, I did. Uh, let's go. Uh Oh, my God. Like, my dad would just blast, like, banda music, like, Los Tigres, like, Corridos all the time as a kid. And, like, I hated it. But honestly, as you get older, more mature, more wise, mm-hmm. you, like, understand and get an appreciation for it, honestly. And, like. I'm listening to like banda Corrido, or Recolo, los tigres. I listen to like a lot of like Corridos now., um, Regida.
1: oh my gosh. love them,
0: uh, okay. so yeah, obviously Mexican music. but do you would you say you listen to more Spanish music or more like English music, you know, or like you said, I guess it's a diverse so topic.
1: definitely, um very diverse um when it comes to my music. I even listen to country music i love that's cool yes no, that's I, cool i love it you know luke combs
0: morgan, morgan wallen
1: yes um <laughs> um and then i also do listen to other types of you know um genres but yeah. i would say that spanish music oh, is yeah. my top choice and everything in the car when i go to the gym everything yeah. it's just like
0: Yo, I just got like goosebumps right now, just cause like I love Spanish music. So like before you you came here, I was blasting Salsa music. Actually, my my shirt. Uh, actually, shout out to where we were, where we were safe for the shirt. Uh, they're based in Nueva York, and they are an Instagram page, a collective, um, where they sort of try to preserve like Salsa culture in in New York, New York City. But anyway, I listen to a lot of salsa, especially like old salsa music from like the 80s, 90s, or 60s, 70s. Uh, Bachata, merengue, of course, you know, when I'm like out, you know, (laughs) with the one twos. But I listen to a lot of reggaeton, like an absurd amount of reggaeton. (laughs) Um,
1: Who's your favorite artist? Let's hear
0: it. Okay, obviously, Bad Bunny's got to be up there. Right, obviously. But putting him aside, I would say Fade. Oh, my
1: gosh. Yes.
0: Rompiendo. Yo. Yes. Remember, I think I reached out to you because he was going to be in Philly. Yes. Right. We were talking about that. Oh, my God. Sold out like that.
1: I was so sad.
0: I was listening. Man, I've been listening to that, man. I'd say since like we're in 2023.
1: Probably like 2019, to be honest.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're a real fan then. 100%. Listen, I was listening to like I don't even remember how I actually found out about him. I think... um. There's this Puerto Rican podcaster. His name is Chente Idrach. And he interviews a lot of people, but it's like almost like a a collective. Like he has his own like studios. They do a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff. But he brought in Fade back in like 2019. And I thought it was just an interesting name, like a name Fade. So I'm like, all right, let me check this guy out. And all his music slaps. Palo. And all of his music is just so good. It is. I agree i'm getting heated right now um yeah fade Rao alejandro
1: oh yes are you gonna go see him
0: are you yes me too
1: when are you going yo
0: uh it's wednesday it's like next week yes uh actually i I was gonna talk to you about that i'm excited yo me too uh, i listen to a lot of Rao. did you like saturno his old or his last album
1: at first no
0: okay kind of grew on you
1: Yes, after listening it for a little bit too much, you know, I was yeah. like, okay, I, I'm I'm vibing with it. Yeah. But at first, it was, I was like, what is this? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I think that's like the majority of people though. So I have been listening to Rao for like years. Even when he first dropped his first album, Afrodisiaco, I think that's when I'm like, okay, like this man is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say out of the three, Vice Versa and Saturno uh visa very for me is my favorite album that he's put out so far um but so good like I, it like you it almost took me a little couple listens through to like realize okay like this is actually pretty good but uh other than him let's see my other or my top or my third one i guess would be like who have I been listening to lately let me get back to you on that one what about you you know what are your top ar- artists right now of
1: course, Bad Bunny. He's up there, you know, but aside from him, um, yeah. I would say Carol G.
0: Did you like her, her last album? Yo. Yes.
1: Don't tell me you didn't. No, I didn't. Oh, no, no, did. Oh, you did? I loved
0: was... it. Yo, I'm going to be honest, though. I'm I'm not a big Carol G fan, I will say. I didn't like her previous album. It was like, yeah, what is it, KG something. Her last album. Okay. Like before, yes. Mañana Será Bonito. Mm-hmm. But I listened to uh, Mañana Será Bonito on my car, car ride to work, the whole album. It so good.
1: It was so good. Like, I
0: actually loved it. Um, did you see her in concert? Was she, no. Like, uh, like she was here by? recently, like so. a few
1: months ago. But no, unfortunately, I did not.
0: Yeah. All right. Carol G. Yes. Who else?
1: And then let me see. Brian Castro.
0: Ryan Castro. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's actually really good.
1: Yeah. Um I feel like he's you know, a lot of people don't really, I feel like, know about him yeah, or his music. Often. Yes. But if you listen to him, I think it's
0: he's really Honestly, good. I think that he'll probably see an explosion, I feel, within the next like I'd say year and a half. Oh yeah. I'll give it a year and a half. It's the same thing with Fade. Fade yes. has been around man, like for years, but it wasn't until maybe like a year or two ago that he like became the person who he is now.
1: No, um, I totally agree. I think I didn't know who he was till I would say the summer, summer of twenty twenty. Really? So. yes.
0: That recent. Okay. Yeah. How'd you find out about her?
1: Because I listened I started listening to Ryan Castro mm. and that's how I found fade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay.
0: okay. What uh so Carol G Ryan Castro mm-hmm. would be uh your other person. So you're your top right now
1: i would say mike towers
0: mike towers yo he's good he's good he he, he, uh did you listen to his new song no not yet i'm waiting for his album yes it comes out in like no two weeks i think two weeks 23rd mike towel uh he's so good he's so good Uh, i wish i had my phone my phone's what i'm using to record uh but yeah that's all i listen to it's just straight spanish music my sister all the time tells me like omar do you listen to like anything else no you're like, no, no, straight Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the Harao out concert, which I'm super excited about. Um, have you been to Reading before? Like, have you been to the Santander Arena before?
1: Yes, I have.
0: What was, the, what was the last concert you went to?
1: There, yeah. Mike Towers.
0: You saw him?
1: <laughs> yes, it was last I'm so year. Jealous,
0: yo, yes, wow. The last time I was there was to see Mark Anthony actually, okay, exactly a year ago in March. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I missed Daddy Yankee. I think he was in Reading because I was in Cancun. Mm-hmm. But actually, I was in Puerto Rico in December, and I saw We Cine Yandel live. He brought out Rao. He brought mm-hmm. out Rao as a guest. Tito El Bambino. And he also brought out Neo Garcia. I don't know if you know who Neo yes. Garcia is. Um, but We Seen Yandel, that concert was so good. It was a, it was just like a childhood dream of mine. Like I've been listening to them since like 2005 and I was told myself like I cannot die without seeing We City See then. And so they're apparently going on their like farewell tour. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, "Listen, I got to do it. And if I'm going to do it, it better be in Puerto Rico." So I got tickets for for me and my cousins and and we all went and uh so good.
1: Wow, I'm jealous. I'm jealous. jealous.
0: <laughs> what I am jealous about though is you went to Made in America last year. Mm-hmm. And you got to see, uh, Fuerza Regida. Yes. Bad Bunny, Ryan Castro, yes. actually, right? They were there. Yes. Uh, were you there the whole, the two days?
1: There goes your pen. I know. Let
0: me- <laughs> were you there for the bo- uh, for the you know both days or? Just no, for that day? I
1: just went for that specific day, especially because Bad Bunny. Of course. Yes. Um, honestly, um, it was a great experience. Um, I would say I wasn't really prepared for it. it was my okay. first time actually. Going to meet in America, and oh, yeah. it was actually the first time where you see Latinos that you know were yeah. performing. It it's was it cool. was nice. No, it
0: was cool. I wish I could have gone. I I forget where I was. I think I was in Nashville. I was okay. in Nashville, so I couldn't make it. But it was just so cool to see like actual like Latinos performing on like a big stage and like headlining and and whatnot, especially Bad Bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, where people singing their music. You know what I mean, like.
1: Um, I definitely think, well, when I was there, you know, when like Bad Bunny came out yeah. and everything, like, obviously there was, you know, um, people who were like, you know, singing their lungs yeah. out. And then there was, I actually had a friend from Millersville who was there too. Oh, and yeah. she was, she knew who Bad Bunny was, uh-huh. but at the same time, it was kind of like, Maybe. like, who's this man, you yeah. know? <laughs> What's um, the hype? yes. Um, so at, she was like telling me like. Like her experience, because obviously, if you're not Hispanic, yeah, you're gonna sorry. think other whatever. Yeah, um, but it was definitely um different. I could see like okay. for other other people, the people around you. Yes, um, but
0: like I can... close uh, my pen.
1: It wants to run away from you. I'm
0: put this right here. <laughs> um, I can I can only imagine like like you tell me this and that's for Bad Bunny but I can only imagine Fuerza Regida like was there anybody other than yourself singing their music like
1: it wasn't a (laughs) a, a, like a lot of people there to be honest like (laughs) I was I was pretty hyped know, of course oh my gosh yeah I was so hyped just
0: like looking at your stories
1: yeah I was like oh my gosh I can't believe they're here but um Obviously, you compare like you know the um, audience for Bad Bunny. It was like so much bigger. I'm but sure.
0: I mean, I'm sure. I mean, that man is just like something else. Yeah, like, I don't even know how to describe him. He's just something else. Yes. How do you feel? How do you feel about him with Kendall? <sighs> <laughs> that's everybody's reaction. Or oh my every gosh. Everyone's reaction.
1: Yes. Um. I I was like when I saw you know the news I was sitting on my couch and I was scrolling through and I see it and I like screamed I think my roommates were like what's wrong and I'm like and I told them because they knew they know who bad bunny is I always talk about him and like you know and I was like it Mm -hmm. he was seen like making out with like Kendall Jenner and they were like that's embarrassing for your cult like your culture (laughs) you know and I was like um yeah kind of but um I was shook (laughs) I was like, at least you're being honest about it. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah, I'm a little disappointed, my guy. Um, Chaos is, (laughs) chaos is. um, Yeah, I'm still trying to process it. Just because, like, obviously, not Latina, Um, and you know, we like to, you know, stay within or not stay within. Like, we're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, whatever. I've mixed feelings about it. No, me uh,
1: too. Like, I'm kind of like, okay. But then I'm like, that's kind of sad.
0: Yeah. I yeah. guess he could... Yeah. I mean, he could do whatever he wants. He has an album called Now nah, He Can Do Whatever He Wants. you look at me that like So yes. yeah, it's just not in the flesh for sure. Um, it's
1: temporary though. I, I <laughs> it is temporary. I, yes. I feel like it's not going <laughs> to go any... They're not going to get married.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. Yes. And
1: Absolutely. if they do, I'll probably go stop it. Um, so,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, I object.
1: With everyone else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, cool. So... Other than music, you know, what uh got any hobbies? You know, are you uh, you know, are you like a master like painter that nobody knows about? Like what do you like to do for fun?
1: What do I like to do for fun? Yeah. So, I actually go to the gym and it was cool. oh my gosh, it was actually cool. something recent that I started, you know, um actually opening my horizons to not cool, just like to the hear. gym, but like yeah. just physical activity, mm-hmm. um going to yoga and cool pilates it's
0: how do you uh, how do you feel like after starting all of that and going through that
1: physically good as well as mentally yeah um i definitely think that um it has changed me as a person um Mm. in a good way um i feel like before i was you know my daily routine was not the best okay and I was always like you're being waking, honest to yourself, yeah, about it. Yes. Mm. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are like that, which is, you know, it's fine, you know. Um, mm. But I was someone who just, you know, college, you know, you wake up yeah. late and <laughs> you wake up whenever you want. Claro. Um, but now doing that, I have I felt like there's just more to life. It's kind of weird just talking about life. Yeah. But um, I feel like if I don't wake up early. Early, I mean, like sometimes I wake up at five thirty, six o'clock. Hey. Yeah, and if I don't get started with my day, I feel yeah. like it wasn't a good day.
0: You know what's crazy? So I I've been going through this like myself. So I wake up mad early every mm-hmm. day to go to work. I commute, I commute an hour to and from. Crazy. Wow. So I wake up around like six thirty, six forty every day during the week, and then on weekends, I try to catch up with sleep because again, I'm also in school mm-hmm. and. It's very overwhelming, we can talk about that then, but um, so yeah, on the weekends, like I want to sleep in, but I know that if I wake up after like nine o'clock, I feel like I just my whole day is just like gone, like uh, so I feel that too, but um, what
1: time do you go to bed?
0: It's probably my fault too, because I go to bed mad late too, uh, oh really, like on the weekdays, I try to be in bed by eleven. But I'd say I go to sleep maybe like 11.30. Weekends, I mean, it depends. Like if I go out or whatever, right? it'll be later. But yeah, around there, 11, 11.30. What about um, you?
1: I'm actually going to be honest. I'm a whole grandma.
0: You go to bed like what, 8.30? Okay. <laughs> no, not that bad. But
1: I'm usually in bed in bed by like 9, 9.30, the latest. Wow.
0: That's good though. I mean, like, listen, I wish I could do that. But good for you. I'm sure your body is thanking you like with each passing day.
1: No, yes. Um, I def- definitely think it is. Um, <laughs> I-, I feel like if I like stay up past I can stay up till ten, but if I stay up <laughs> till eleven, um I'm, I'm I'm the next day it's just not good.
0: So you do sound like a grandma right now, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yes, no,
1: I am. And like since I still live on campus, yeah. I have friends asking me, Do you wanna go out on like a Thursday, Wednesday <sighs> night? And I'm like, No.
0: Listen, I got responsibilities. My body needs sleep. Yes.
1: Before, (laughs) I didn't think sleep was that important to me. But now, it's just, it's different.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, just after college, you just kind of realize, like, wow. Like, the way I was living is very not healthy. But uh, I'm glad to hear that you're going through this, like, um, self-improvement, I guess, in your life, right? So, I think that's good to hear. uh, I've been working out now like lifting for about like almost two years now but before then like i wasn't mm-hmm. i mean well i wasn't lifting but back in high school i used to box I Was okay. an amateur boxer actually uh shout out nines gym um my record is 1-1 i lost my first one won my first one won my second one and retired retired on a high <laughs> note <laughs> so that was and then after that i started college and had no time to train or anything but yeah, it's good. Working out is good. Like I feel like I try to work out three times a week, and if I don't, I just feel like I'm cheating myself. Like I need to do it.
1: No, I feel that. I I completely get that as well.
0: What gym do you go to? Planet Fitness. No, I go to Crunch. Crunch. Okay. By the by the mall. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Cool. What I'm about on. you? I go to Limitless. It's say a 24 hour gym here in Lancaster, like, like Lancaster City. Um. So I uh, you need to like scan in to go in. But here's my routine. This is a Monday. Let's let's think. Let's, let's fast forward. It's Monday. Okay. Wake up, six thirty. Get ready. Shower if I want to, or I will. I shower, guys. So <laughs> uh, get ready. Don't lie. <laughs> I get ready. You know, I drive for an hour. Listen to some reggaeton, of course. Go to work. I leave work around maybe like between four thirty and five five thirty. Sometimes get to Lancaster between like six o'clock to six thirty try to refresh sit down for like 10 minutes and then go to the gym when i'm back from the gym i cook i can eat dinner and by the time i'm done it's like 8 eight thirty. 30 now then do school work i go to bed late just because like i need to catch up with schoolwork and whatnot um but yeah it's my routine how's so.
1: school going for you what's your experience like give me some insight okay, anyway. please
0: <laughs> so i started mihanta i started this this year uh, early January or mid January with my MBA program. It's all online, all online, Man. which is nice, very nice. So it's all asynchronous too. Like there's no sort of like um, lecture you have to sit through. There are live sessions, but they're optional and recorded. I'm taking three courses. So I'm actually a full time student as well while being a full time employee. So I really, really did it to myself. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Decora. So I'm taking a team management class, taking financial accounting. And I'm also taking, uh, man, it's like a cha- leadership change and or- organization change class. I don't know. I can look it up later and tell you. It was rough. I'm not going to lie. Like the first couple of weeks, just trying to, one, get back into that school mode of mm-hmm. just like, gotta do homework. I got projects to do. I got to write papers. But then the second was just the find finding time to do like all of that stuff. But uh so far so good. You know, I'm getting pretty good grades, you know, A's. Uh but you know, it's it's really nice. I guess advice that I could give you like once you once you get accepted and then you start try to talk to them as many people as you can, try to network. I think MBA programs are very much set to sort of network. Right. Um but also don't stress out. Like just do the best you can, do all the work, of course, but um just try to try to learn, try to learn. That was not advice at all, but, <laughs> but I think uh, you'll be all right. You'll be all right. Just try to do the best you can. And listen, you've been doing it so far. You've been killing it. So you're going to kill it in grad school.
1: Appreciate it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. <laughs> and so uh, let's see. Um, Lancaster. Yeah. So do you like Le- Lancaster? You know, now that you've lived here for a couple years now, do you like it?
1: I would say honestly, yes and no. Okay, me answering yes and no to everything. Um, so actually, I do like it because it's its own. It's unique in its own way. You know, um, it's different compared to Kenneth Square where I'm coming from. Right. Um, Kenneth's a little bit more smaller. Mm. Um, it's more of a town where kind of everyone knows everyone I was just th- gonna ask you that actually. yeah okay and i love it there too but now that i've been here for so long of course i've like adapted to everything the traffic here i'm actually not a fan of it
0: no it sucks it, no, it does. sucks like to get in and to get out
1: yes it's, it's horrible horrible yes that's the one thing i don't like mm. but the city here honestly before Coming here, I didn't even know Linkster had a city.
0: Really? Yes. Wow, okay.
1: Living under a rock, as <laughs> you could tell. Um, But Yo. it's, I really like it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I would consider staying here. Wow. Yes, wow. I would. Because when I go back to Kenan, I visit my my parents. I kind of have like a sense in me of like, am I meant to be here? Like, am I meant hmm. to stay here? Like, I feel like when I go there, I'm just like, not happy and kind of a sense. Yeah, you
0: almost feel like, um, not out of place, but like you, you kind of know that like, hey, yes don't I do here. feel out of place. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> I
1: kind of do. Um, And it's a feeling that I always tell my parents about, you know, yeah. I'm like, feel like I'm not meant to stay here. In I, other I words.
0: You know, has there been something, is there a specific something that you can kind of pinpoint to? Or, you know, is this after living in Lancaster that you kind of found out about like having that feeling?
1: Yeah, I would, yeah i would say like after living here like like i said i love it here um i don't know if i see myself staying here but i would definitely consider it like you know um after you know my lease is over and such um
0: that's cool yeah and of course obviously with grad school and and all Mm -hmm. that stuff that's cool you know for me so i grew up here like Mm -hmm. i grew up here um you know my dad has businesses here and whatnot like this is all i know um but you know after a while so well and I also went to Miller'sville so I literally I did not go like I commuted. So it wasn't until I went to grad school in Wisconsin like I moved like away. Actually all of the schools that I applied to were all out of state. Like I just wanted to go. Like I actually I was really tired of Lancaster. Okay. Like I wanted to get out. So I went out, I got out. And uh, I remember like I was really homesick like the first couple like a months being in Wisconsin. Just because like, one, there isn't a lot of Hispanics out over there either mm-hmm. in Madison, Wisconsin. And also, I don't know. I just never, it, it's it's cliche to say, but like, you, you don't know what you're missing until you don't have it. I think that's the
1: term. Yes.
0: Right? Okay. That. And uh, so being away, I'm like, man, I actually miss Lancaster. So then when I moved back, I was like, okay, cool. Like. I need, I needed, I guess I needed the time to be a way to realize my love for it. Mm -hmm. Do I see myself living here forever? I don't know. I did re-sign my lease here, so I'm going to be here for another year at least. Um, But uh, I don't know. I I really do enjoy it here. I think um, Lancaster is a cool city. I think there's a lot to do. Oh, yes. It's prospering. Like prospering for sure. I mean, there's so many new things coming up. You know what I mean? Like. And did you
1: like learn the new fun fact about like Lancaster? It's the number one place to like retire.
0: Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Do you know that the Fulton Theater, Opera Theater, you know, like the one here mm-hmm. on Prince Street, is the oldest running theater in all of America?
1: Really? Yeah. I did fun not fact. know that. Fun
0: fact. Uh, Yeah, and that's cool. I didn't know that. It's like the number one place. to... Yeah. Like,
1: you would think it was like Florida, but it like I mean. changed. Wow. Yeah.
0: It was crazy. So my dad owns two auto repair shops. Okay, right in downtown or here, cerca, close by. Roy's Auto Service, shout out. And so I remember, so I worked with him all throughout undergrad. So mm-hmm. like you, I was also busy, like twenty four seven. Like if I wasn't at school, I was at my dad's shop working. I like had no time for anything. <laughs> and like you, I also think back and I'm like, damn, like how did I do all of that? Right um But anyway, so I remember I was taking a customer home because her car was being worked on. And so she was Puerto Rican and she had, it was like her and like her two kids and I guess her husband. So, you know, I like the small talk too. I'm, I think I'm a pretty social guy. And so I was like, oh, you know, cool. So, like, you're from Puerto Rico. Like, how, like, do you know anybody here in Lancaster? Like, what made you move here? She's like, no, like, we have nobody here. But honestly, what we did was we just went on Google googled like top 10 places to live in like all of the United States mm-hmm. and like Lancaster was like number 1, number 2 or number 3 or something like that. I don't remember like the exact Google search, but it was like something right. like that. Right. Oh wow. Which is insane. Insane. Um but yeah, no Lancaster's been been good to me for sure. That's for good sure, for me. sure. Um yeah, let's see what else. What else do I want to know about you? Uh Ask away. <laughs> So we talked about school. We talked about sort of your childhood, um, you know. Oh, actually, let's go back to your childhood. So you have two other siblings. Mm-hmm. They're both younger than you. Yes. Do you get along with your siblings? Are you close to them?
1: I would say I'm really close with one of them. Okay. Um, the one, I'm really close with the younger one. Um, okay. So he's actually, he's a freshman in high school right now. Cool. Okay. Um, and then I do have um, an older. Another brother yeah. and he's a sophomore in college.
0: Okay. Is he at Miller's too or no? No.
1: He went to um a small private college called okay. Thiel College. I honestly don't know what it's called. <laughs> like, no, where it's located. Okay. Was, okay. Yeah. It's very yeah, small. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, no, that's cool. Uh I love my sister. I have a younger sister. Mm-hmm. She's a sophomore at University of Pittsburgh right now. Okay. We are like this, yo. I miss her. I love her. Um but uh, okay, cool. So now you said your younger brother is a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. And so obviously you're older. Now, do you find that it's kind of hard to relate to him being that age gap? Or, you know, how's that dynamic?
1: Um, I would say it can be hard to relate to him only on certain things. Yeah. Um, Especially just... Um, I feel like as you get older, not that you kind of like miss out on like what's going on, and like um, it's—I don't even know if he would be considered what generation.
0: Are am I? I'm no. gen, what are you? Gen I think what?
1: I think I'm Gen Z. I'm
0: Gen Z. Yeah, I'm Gen Z. Are you sure? I'm positive. Listen, no, maybe I'm, I'm not
1: Gen Z. I don't know. No, no,
0: you are. Cause so I'm ninety-seven. Oh, and okay. that's like the i think like 98 is the cutoff between wait there's gen z and then there's gen what
1: i think there's another one i think i'm not gen z i'm
0: well uh we'll have to research look into this <laughs> but i'm pre- i'm pretty sure i'm gen z no i think you are right
1: i think i'm wrong okay. on myself
0: no, okay. uh, we'll but, just edit that out just yes <laughs> but there's different types
1: of like lingo okay. you know going on now
0: no. are you on tiktok
1: i watch people's tiktok but i'm not okay. on
0: tiktok okay but like you have tiktok yes okay so i do too but i only got it just because my sister would always send me tiktoks mm-hmm. and like i would be like just watch it on the browser or whatever Yes. i was like ah, whatever i'll I'll, I'll get an account but like at at some points too and my sister and i were only like four and a half year difference um and so then there's stuff sometimes that she says and i'm like what does that even mean? Yeah, Like, it, which makes me feel old a little bit, but I can only imagine like with your younger brother, but still no, in high yeah. school.
1: No, yeah. Like sometimes like he'll say like certain things and I'm like, what? And then he, <laughs> he's like, "Never mind." So I feel like when it comes to stuff like that, he kind of gets frustrated with me because I don't understand. Yeah. But when it comes to like life, um, okay. you know, you know, it's.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you give him a lot of advice too, right? You know, yeah. I'm sure he looks up to you. Yeah. yeah so, um you speak spanish to your parents then i imagine
1: yes i do um so my mom does not speak english whatsoever okay um so i communicate with her in spanish and also my dad but sometimes depending on what we're talking about i'll speak to him in in english and then he'll answer me in in, what that's crazy spanish yeah yes
0: that's so crazy so i okay so like relating to you actually so my mom well, let me ask you this actually so like as a kid back in school did you have to translate for your mom basically i still do to You're this still, day, day? <laughs> yes. uh, okay so so same my mom uh back when i was a kid like did not know sort of a lot of english either mm-hmm. very broken english but now she's like a lot better like she got tutoring and whatnot but sort of like that dynamic they that have with your parents so me personally i talked to my parents both in spanish okay All Spanish with my mom, but then there are points, like you said, with my dad, like I will speak in English bits and pieces. But I would say 92% of the time it's Spanish with my dad, but my sister, so she'll talk to Spanish or talk in Spanish to my mom 100% But Mm -hmm. with my dad, 100% English. It's the weirdest thing ever.
1: No, my siblings are like that, really? too. Yes. It's the weirdest thing Yes, ever. it's so weird. And then especially, I feel like since I was the oldest, obviously yeah. I went to school, I learned English. Of course. So I would speak to them in English as they were, you know, growing up. Yeah. And throughout these, the years, they kind of lost the Spanish language. Really? Yeah, so okay. they only know it enough to talk to my mom mm,
0: yes I and like understand what she said yeah and they
1: completely okay. understand it but to speak it they struggle
0: Oof. yes okay which is that's, so sad yeah i mean that's really interesting too just because like you're obviously all in the same family mm-hmm. and like that they lost sort of that spanish too yes um no i'm like really fortunate to well one speak spanish because i think it helps out in so many ways i mean mm-hmm. clearly like with you and your job and whatnot um but yeah, it's kind of sad just like I guess when Spanish is lost that way. But hey, it is what it is. It yes, is what it is.
1: It is what it is.
0: Um let's see. Yeah, Spanish is cool. Do you uh so we talked about music earlier. Do you know how to dance?
1: Yes, but honestly ever since COVID, you know, um I, I don't know about you, but I used to go to Bailes and like, yeah, a lot um, of
0: like quinceañeras, quinceañeras like, and baltiisos and, and whatnot. That's cool.
1: Yes. And oh my gosh, what's the rodeos? Yeah. Those you went bills. all
0: that? Yes. What? Out in Kenneth Square? They Not in, in Kenneth.
1: I would go to like, you know, Um, I think the furthest I've gone was probably Philly, but Delaware. I've, okay. you know, lived really close. So yeah. I would go there too. Oh, no. yes. That's
0: cool. I feel like, you know what? So my dad's Mexican. He's Mm -hmm. the Mexican. And my mom's a Puerto Rican. So all of my family is either all in Puerto Rico or Mm -hmm. all in Mexico. There's like no in between. Like honestly, the only family I got here was that cousin that you just saw earlier, (laughs) which is kind of crazy. I didn't know that he lived next to me. Um, Like a great aunt. Uh, I have an uncle that lives in Florida, but I don't really see him at all. Um, And then I got two deals. They're like my dad's deals that live here in Lancaster. Okay. That's it. That That's is it. it. Um, so, honestly, like, I I look back at life and, honestly, it's almost like an identity crisis and almost, um, a little bit, because, like, I feel like I got cheated out. Not cheated out. But, like, I missed all those, like, parties. You know what I mean? Like, get-togethers like that. Just because, like, my dad never necessarily was, like, or, would, like, it, not, like, my dad's Mexican, but I feel like he kind of just left that like in mexico like right he's like a very hard worker you know he doesn't feel like that should define who you are i would say the opposite but um you know as i've gotten older i've had the experience of like going to like you know fiestas Mm -hmm. you know mexican parties and whatnot and i'm like man i wish i had this like growing up or i would go more to that but
1: no i completely understand because i would say my dad's the same way okay he tells I can't even remember the last time he went to something like that. Okay. Probably when he was, like, a teenager.
0: Okay, well. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a he,
1: he, you know, I would say he believes the same thing. Yeah. Like, different. He has different. um, A different mindset, yeah. you know, in life. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, he, you know, thankfully, he's always, like, been supportive in the fact you go out and explore, you That's know. That's cool. Yeah.
0: That's cool. And so then, uh, I know we've been talking for a while. I also don't want to take up much of your time. But then, I guess wrapping everything up almost. So, what is like latinidad for you? Like being Hispanic, being Latina, you know, how how do you feel about that? You know, is that something you're proud of, you know, that you wear proudly of, like, you know, how how do you feel about that?
1: Um, I would definitely say I'm I'm proud. Um it's definitely um I would say for I'm proud for different reasons, you know. Yeah. Um it's a way for me to, you know, expand other people's horizons and be almost a power of knowledge to other people who are not Mm open-minded in a sense. Um, And I'm able to teach them different things about just not only my culture, Mm -hmm. but, you know, what it's like to be um, Latina, a first-gen student, um, and the barriers that come along with that. And it's something that I always speak about, especially with my roommates. They're mm. they're white um, and they ask me a lot of things, you know, yeah, it's um, and it's good because I'm able to teach them and, you know, and it's a way for them to kind of like, like I said, like um, understand, understand right?
0: like what it is living here, be a first gen, yes. everything as a Latina. And I think that you could even apply that to yourself, too, because like. You're so used to obviously the circumstances of like the way you were raised, where you're mm-hmm. placed in society, but also kind of with their own questions. You almost reflect in yourself, like okay, like yes, you know this is going on. Um, yeah, no, I respect that. Well mm-hmm. said, honestly. Yeah, me personally, obviously with this project, I am very proud of being Latino. I, me, I I agree with 100% with what you said. I think that us Latinos, I think we are very hard workers you know we definitely want to um work for our stuff too and i think we also have rich cultures not only oh, yes. like being as latinos but even like individual countries within like Latin america right like mexico oh, yeah. has a rich culture same as like peru puerto rico cuba colombia so i think that mixing is so beautiful um and yeah i proudly say that i'm latino and And, of course, there's struggles that, you know, I try to relate that to people that aren't so familiar with with our culture, too. And, you know, I think it's cool to see other Latinos' success. It makes me happy. Oh, yes. And I try to tell everybody that because I think that there is still a lot of work to be done within our community to help each other out. Because I think our community, too, can sort of, like, be very judgmental. Oh yes. And I think that's I like agree. a big barrier into sort of having that support system within our own community. Um, but yeah, I think that's just like uh, part of it and just try to be better each day. But uh, know we've talked for like an hour. I don't I know wrap this up, but is there any things going on in your life that you want people to know? Any shout outs you want to give out before we uh, wrap things up?
1: Well... No, but I want to thank you for having me. This was, you know, it, it's a great experience. Um, awesome. Thank you. It's a great platform, I would say, as well. I think you're doing a really good job.
0: Thank you. Yes. No, thank you. I really appreciate that. And honestly, thank you for being or willing to, to come sit down and talk for, with me for a little bit. And uh, what else was I going to say? Uh, yeah, just thank you for everything. And uh, I hope you're not nervous anymore. It's not bad, right? (laughs) I'm still nervous. I'm still nervous.
1: (laughs) After an hour, I'm still nervous. Look, my hands are even sweating, (laughs) I think.
0: (laughs) No, pues nada. Gladys, thank you so much for being here today, taking some time out of your day to come and speak with me and so that the world can know a little bit about you. Uh, Pues nada, mi gente, los dejo. I think that will be everything for today. I just want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, you know i think that this is something i'm really passionate about which i really want to continue on for the remainder of the year and go, moving forward and i think that i need to uh, well i'm going to record an episode after this kind of explaining where i want to take this platform Pero nada, mi gente thank you again for taking thank time you. y los dejo peace